All right, well, good afternoon, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the final media availability for Honda Motorsports for the 2018 Verizon IndyCar Series season. Thanks for being here. Our guest, as usual, is Art St. Cyr, the president of Honda Performance Development. Art, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, everybody. So we'll start by requesting some reflections from you on what has been a very successful 2018 IndyCar series for Honda. It, it, it is one of those years that, that uh, it's hard to believe we're finally here at the, uh, at the last race. Uh, you know, 16 races down, one more to go. It, uh, yeah, as you said, it's been a pretty successful season. I, I can't say it's ultimately successful because uh, we did not win the Indy 500 this year. But, uh, you know, winning 10 of the first 16 races uh, has been really good. It was, it was nice to uh, have clinched the Manufacturers Championship at uh, Gateway. So it's allowed us to really focus on the Driver Championship, which for yet another year is coming down to the last race here in Sonoma. And, uh, you know, it should be, should be pretty exciting. You know, we have two horses in the race, right, with, with uh, Scott and Alexander. Uh, fighting against uh, Will and uh, Joseph, you know I, I definitely like our position better than their position uh, for this one. You know you definitely want to be in front coming into the last race, but uh, still have to execute. Uh, this is a uh, a difficult difficult track. Uh, you know from what I hear, especially with the lower downforce this year, the tires are wearing off if possible even quicker than they have in the past. Uh, so so it's going to be a very uh, interesting interesting run. Uh, on Sunday. Good afternoon, Wolfgang. I was just missing you. <laughs> Welcome. Um, a little bit about the 2019 schedule. Art, uh, give us some reflections. We're obviously um, in our final race at Sonoma, and we're adding Laguna Seca to the schedule for next year, as well as Coda. Give us, give us your thoughts about how that shapes up. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the first thing I want to acknowledge is just how, how great They've been here at Sonoma for us to race here. I, I've really, really enjoyed uh, the the time that we've been here at uh, Sonoma, and I'm I'm hoping that uh, this track gets back on the schedule sometime in the future because uh, it's a it's you know the wine tasting is is uh, is aside um, you know it's a it's a very entertaining. <laughs> Sorry, did I say that? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> but uh, no, no. I mean, it's it's just a a very interesting track um you know especially with the uh the tire degradation that goes on here it's it's very entertaining to watch the teams uh try to manage that situation uh with that being said uh it's nice to go back to laguna the the site of our first uh manufacturer's championship uh back in 96 i believe is the year so um you know so we have some good fond memories there and and uh of, of course you know I'm, I'm really excited about going to coda this year that should be a of a, a very i'm sorry next year i guess uh that should be a very uh entertaining race and i'm, I'm looking forward to it so I'm, I'm pretty happy with the way the schedule looks like it's going to be next year so um lo looking forward to get another one of these next year for the second year in a row each honda team has won at least one race this year um bespeaks a degree of depth and strength across the board that that I know you're very proud of. So give us some thoughts about that. Yeah, yeah. As Te said, that uh, you know, 
for two years in a row, you know, I, I, it was nice that uh, Takuma won at uh, Portland, so we can make that case that uh, all of our teams, all five of our teams, uh, that that's you know Andretti, Ganassi, Schmidt, Ray Hall, and Coin ha have won a race. So so that's a uh, it, I, actually it's great because uh, you know what we try to do as a as a manufacturer is we want to give all of our teams a chance to win every week no matter what the track is and uh you know th this year has has been actually the last two years ha has been the situation that uh you know we're never out of any any race uh the depth of our lineup has really shown through in uh you know obviously in the in the trophy here but also in in the fact that that we're winning races and we're winning races with all of our teams so it's a uh, it's it's very satisfying that to to see our our teams execute and uh, and to see the the strength of our driver liner from top to bottom. What kind of things is HPD going to be working on during the off season in preparation for defending this manufacturer's championship in 2019? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, in, in racing, work never ends. Uh, you know, the uh, you know the IndyCar engine is a, a little bit of a of a unique animal because. Uh, you know, we have a homologation table with this that, that you can only work on certain parts of the engine in some years. In the uh, acknowledgement that we'll have a new engine in the 2021 season, that the this the hardware spec of this engine is is I won't say it's it's completely fixed, but it's all but fixed. I mean, there's still some things that we can work on on that, but the fundamental hardware of the engine is uh, is pretty well fixed. So really, the gains that we're looking for. Uh, moving forward are things you know it, it's about how you operate the engine how you utilize the engine how how you control the abuse that we put on the engine so that there, there's a lot of work going into operational activities how do we you know the, there's it's interesting you know, a race engine you're always running it on the verge of explosion so, um, you know, the, the key is to, to, to get right to that line, but not actually go over that line. So how do you manage being right at that line? That, that, that's really where our focus is going to be um, in this offseason. And, and that actually started right after the Indy 500 this year. And, uh, and we're going to continue to work until, uh, you know, the first race of next season. Um, as long as we're talking about Honda Motorsports, at, uh, Honda corporate motorsports activity, I should say. Um, also worth mentioning that we've had a fairly prominent um, presence in the IMSA sports car series with Acura Motorsports. Um, share some thoughts about the way that season has unfolded, please. Okay. Yeah. Our. our <laughs> yeah. The, the the other side of our of our pinnacle coin has been the uh, the Acura Motorsports program that we have that, that uh, as TE said, that we run uh, two programs in the uh, IMSA WeatherTech sports car series. Um, we have a, uh, a prototype with uh, the Acura Team Penske car. And we also work with uh, Michael Shank, or Meyer Shank Racing, I'm sorry, um, Meyer Shank Racing for uh, running our NSX GT3 in their GTD class um, for that as well. And that, that's been a, uh, it, it's been an interesting year. For those, uh, you know, there were some high expectations with Acura teaming with uh, Team Penske to run the prototypes. Uh, we've had, you know, our struggles with that one. You know, some of it's, it comes from us, some of it's team side, some of it is us trying to understand how the, uh, the balance of performance 
is working with that particular series. But uh, you know, overall, it's uh, you know we have a race win. We have several podiums in our in our prototype. Um, so we we, we deem that as a as a pretty successful season. Not as successful as we wanted it to be, but uh, you know we're still looking forward to improvements going forward. Uh, on the NSX GT3 side, it's been a very uh, very interesting season um, with the 86 car that's run with uh, Catherine Legg and uh, she's had a couple of co-drivers with Mario Farnbacher and Alvaro Parent um, that she's now running second in the championship. That car originally was only intended to run in the North American Endurance Championships, but with that car being so successful that uh, we decided to run that for the full year. And right now we're, uh, we're breathing, we're in second place right now with that vehicle uh, going to Petit Le Mans next month that uh, you know, we're hoping to, uh, to close in on the championship and, and not just the, uh, the North American Endurance Championship, but also the overall championship that uh, you know, we're right in the hunt, that we're in second place for that one as well. So with a good race at, uh, at Petit Le Mans, we have a chance of, of winning that championship as well. So it's been very exciting this year. Uh, just a quick note for those of you who may not follow the sports car championship in depth. Um, Catherine and her co-driver Alvaro Parent won last weekend in the GTD class at Laguna Seca, not too far from here. Uh, and with that, we will open it up to questions from the floor. Bruce. Art, when you think back to that day at the Speedway in 2015 where everybody was called into a conference room with IndyCar and it was the one track where the aero kit that you had actually was looked pretty good at the Indy 500. You had to basically give that up for, you know, to go along with the plan, I guess is the best way to say it. At that point, would you say that was probably the lowest that the uh, program had gotten? And now in three, two and a half years later, here you are with the Manufacturer's Cup. That's pretty impressive comeback. How do you describe all that? Can I step in for just a minute? Everybody wasn't called into the room, and that was the issue. But you can go ahead and take the question. <laughs> hmm. I don't even know how to follow that one. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a, it was a, it was a challenge, right? And that's, uh, you know, I, I don't really want to go back about that because I, I'd really like to focus on the, the fact that, uh, you know, not just that particular event but but that whole era was a was a challenge for us um i'm really proud of the the comeback though and using your words there bruce um but but how, how well we've responded is probably a better way to put it um for all the folks at uh, honda performance development that we really put our head down and said okay well you know no matter what challenge gets put in front of us and it really goes to the honda corporate culture of challenging spirit that we took that challenge head on and uh you know, some, some companies might just say, forget it, we're not going to do this stuff. But we looked at it a little bit differently and said, okay, what do we got to do? Let's get ourselves back. And we kept clawing our way, clawing our way, clawing our way back to, uh, to, to get to the, the, the point that, uh, you know, like I said, we, we won 10 of the 16 races this year with, with you know, our, our plan is to win this one as well. So, you know, we want to keep going and we want to win every race that, that we're at, no matter what obstacle gets put in front of us. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a real testament to the perseverance of the, the folks at Honda Performance Development, our teams, our drivers, and everybody really putting our heads down, you know, reflecting on, on what went wrong, how to make it better, and, and get to the point we're at right now. And then uh, 
you look at it today, uh, the level of demand for your engines, there's so many people that want to be part of the Honda program that you're at capacity and maybe even a little over capacity. So just how do you handle all that? Because it seems like all the new teams that join want to be part of your program. Yeah, and... and Yes, um, so, so so we do acknowledge that that uh, you know we do have a, a good engine, but the competition out here is is it's still not easy to win these races. So um, we do have to look at who who's coming in. How are we going to you know? We hate the fact that uh, we don't want to be limiting who joins the IndyCar season or IndyCar series. Is that we really want to figure out a way to make it accessible to more teams because that's how we're going to grow. You know, the good news is that, that, that right now, the, you know, with the engine spec being fundamentally fixed, right, there, there, there's not that much development of the hardware side going in, so, so it does free up a little bit of capacity, but, you know, we do acknowledge the fact that we are actively seeking another manufacturer, you know, and by the time the 2021 engine comes in, it's probably not something we can do and, and you know, support, you know, 30 cars between the just two manufacturers. I'm don't know that's 30 cars, but just hypothetically. But, uh, you know, we, we, we do work to, to try to grow the series. We do want to have a competitive engine and how, what's the balance for that. But, uh, yes, you're right. We are pretty much at our capacity right now. And, uh, you know, adding more engines to that program makes things difficult. Wolfgang. I have two. Only two. First of all, congratulations for the Manufacturer Championship. You said earlier for 219, in case I understood it correctly, there are only specific areas where you can work on the engine. Can you give more details what kind of areas those will be? Uh, yeah, I don't have the homologation table in front of me. Hey, Alan or Tom, do you, do you know what, what specific hardware areas we're allowed to work on? Yeah, pistons, connecting rods, valves, valve springs. Yeah, yeah, but 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 that's about it. Yes. Suppliers, right? Valve springs, piston rods, pistons. There's outside suppliers. Those are outside suppliers for for our engine, correct? For your engine, yes. Yes. That means you work with the outside suppliers to make improvement or make it better. Well, well, first of all, it's our design. Okay. For, for the, I see your design. Okay. Yeah, and and uh, and we have been we have been working on those. Those have been open since the beginning. Okay. The, 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 those parts. So we have been developing those parts for the last seven years. Okay. So you know the the improvements that we're talking about are pretty small okay. for, from a hardware side. I said mo most of our yeah. improvements that, that we've been able to do for the last you know well, aside from the hardware stuff is obviously figuring out how to. Running this engine for seven years, we have a lot of information on on how to run it and how to run it better. So we really are, are looking at, at trying to improve that area of, you know, how the operation of the engine more so than the than the hardware because the hardware is pretty much we've developed it out. And the second question: um, winning the manufacturer championship in IndyCar in general, all your motorsport program in North America. Is it much used over at the headquarter, Honda headquarter in Japan, as a marketing tool? Uh, that's an excellent question. You know, I, I don't know the answer to that per se. How, how much they they use it there? We are a subsidiary of American Honda, so and uh, as an American Honda program, it's very important to us here in North America to 
to win this. It's one of our you know, three main goals. Those three main goals being winning the Indy 500, winning the Manufacturers Championship, and winning the Driver Championship. Those, those are our main goals, and we do utilize that to talk about our challenging spirit, our fun to drive, our performance heritage in the Honda brand here in North America. Steve. Congratulations. Um, if you had to choose one standout moment this year in IndyCar, what would it be? Wow, just just one moment. <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, yeah well, well, there's a lot of, you know, one of the most satisfying things um, was, uh, our performance on the short ovals this year because we have, especially in the aero kit era, we really, really struggled in the short ovals. So, so the, the fact that, that we're able to, uh, you know, fight for, for poles and, and fight for victories in, in those situations are, uh, is, is really one of the more satisfying things. But quite frankly, you know, the, the season's been pretty successful because of the fact that, that we had a chance to win everywhere, right? Obviously our, our street course performance this year has been really good. Um, but trying to narrow it down to, to just one thing is, uh, is a little challenging. But, but I will say that, that uh, this year in general, and the, you know, this, this maybe calls me a little bit of a homer on that one, but uh, you know, the, the work that HPD has done and, and, and how much passion they bring to finding that, that little bit of something that, that gets us over the top has been inspiring. And, uh, and I'm very happy to be working with, with such a dedicated and talented group of people to, to get us to this point. Mayor. Since this year was the year for the Universal Aero Kit, it would seem to um, balance out, take the, out of the equation the differences between the two engine manufacturers because the drivers are running the same chassis and tires. So it would seem to highlight the performance of both engines, and um, I'm just curious, like, uh, it seems Honda has better fuel mileage, and um, over the years, you haven't been able to do everything you've maybe wanted to do with the engine based on, on the homologation schedule, but do you think your engine has always been powerful enough to take on Chevy, or shall we say, beat Chevy, and, and now that you're running the same universal kit, it shows? I, well, <laughs> I appreciate the question on that one. I, I think the question is a little bit oversimplified for, for what is leading to our success. Um, so yes, there, there were some tracks that, that the aero kit had a real or perceived, that doesn't matter, um, disadvantage. You know, so so go, going to the universal aero kit obviously takes one of those variables out. But uh, you know, I think that there's more to it than that, that, that you know, obviously we continue to develop the engine. You know, we continue to work on how to operate them better. But we also got to give credit to some of our teams as well, because the dampers are, are a very big portion of, of how you can go fast around these tracks. And, and a lot of our Honda teams have really put a lot of work and a lot of effort into developing the dampers as well to, so, so we can maximize what the engine can actually do. So it's, it's a cooperative effort that, that's not, that I can't take credit for, you know, 100% ourselves. But, uh, you know, teams and drivers and setups and all those types of things are, are equally as important to, to try to get victories. But, you know, as I said, all of our teams have really stepped up. That, that's why that they have shown the ability to win races every week. So, 
it, it, it's been it's been uh, a true group effort. We'll take two more questions, Bruce first. How important a Honda is Alexander Rossi in terms of what he does now in the future? Well, obviously Alexander and Scott, right? They're running for the championship right now, so you know Alexander has has more. You know, Scott's you know been around for a while. You know, I don't know how many more years he has. You know, five or six years. But if you look at that, extrapolate it out to Alexander, right? He's got another you know thirteen or fourteen at that scale. So I think it's important, not just Alexander, but but it's important for the IndyCar series, at least from a Honda perspective, to get North American drivers in the series. That uh, you know, it's important for what we're doing. You know, so so drivers like Alexander are important. Drivers like Joseph Newgarden are important. Spencer Piggott, you know, those types of drivers. You know, Robbie Wickens and and James Hinchcliffe and and those types of drivers are, are very important. That uh, you know, we, we want to do everything we can to really grow this series and uh, and and really put the best drivers in in position. You know, hopefully they're driving Honda cars, right? But uh, but. It's important to have those types of drivers in this series, and, and we'll do everything we can to uh, to keep the best of them. Last question from Steve. You've got two more years with the 2.2 liter, then you move on. Uh, how exciting is it for you as a competitive entity to be able to, to build something new? Is that something you get that really excited about? Well, I mean, we're, the simple answer is yes, right? right? It, it's very exciting to to have a chance to uh, build a new engine. You know, one thing that's actually a really good question because one thing that we can talk about in answering of that question is that realize that this engine, this 2.2 liter engine, when we did the fundamental design of this engine, this engine was developed in the era of sole supply, so we weren't expecting to have the power improvements in this engine that, that, that we're actually getting, right? So, you know, we're, we're thankful that, that Chevy and at the time Lotus came in, right, to give us some competition, but, but it has been a, it has really been a struggle for us. You know, as we gain power, we always, you know, find the next weakest link in our engine that, that breaks, that, that uh, you know, we always have to keep our, our finger on, you know, in the development side. Right now that we have a chance to, to redevelop it, we can learn from, I won't say our mistakes, but, but our miscalculations, you know, with this engine. So, you know, hopefully that the development portion of, of the engine will be a little bit more straightforward um, with, with the, the new engine starting in 2021. But uh, it's, uh, you know, give a bunch of engineers a, a, a brand new assignment and, and they get pretty excited and you can you know our, our director of engineering is standing back there with a smile on his face right that you know the, the biggest challenge now is that he wants more money and I don't give it to him right that's the <laughs> and with that we will wrap up thank you all for joining us Art thanks for your time today um, it's not quite as convenient as it usually is but I will remind you all that lunch is served at Honda Hospitality so please join us if you're able to do that welcome thanks back again. for that by the way and, and thank you <laughs> Have a good weekend. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.